The scripture reading for this morning's message is from Genesis chapter 1, verses 1 through 5, and chapter 2, verses 1 through 3. In the beginning, when God created the heavens and the earth, the earth was a formless void, and darkness covered the face of the deep, while a wind from God swept over the face of the waters. Then God said, Let there be light, and there was light. And God saw that the light was good, and God separated the light from the darkness. God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And there was evening, and there was morning, the first day. Thus the heavens and the earth were finished, and all their multitude. And on the seventh day God finished the work that he had done, and he rested on the seventh day from all the work that he had done. So God blessed the seventh day and hallowed it because on it God rested from all the work that he had done in creation. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. I don't know if you realize it, but there's a story that's going around my family and my church staff. Uh, It's an accusation made against me that says that I have an almost neurotic attachment to early mornings. And I confess, I love the early part of the day. It's quiet, it's pristine, it's beautiful for meditation and reflection. And I love to watch the sunrise. Watching a sunrise is a beautiful experience, but I'm guessing that some of you will take my word for it and leave it there. But let me whet your appetite and show you a few sunrises. Here's one. Beautiful, peaceful. Another. The sun coming over the edge of the hill. And then this one. I love the way the sunlight shines through the trees almost blinding in its brilliance and beauty. You know, I'm fascinated by the words used in Genesis. The original language, uh, the word for morning, could also be translated dawn or sunrise. So that when the uh, Genesis passage says in verse 5, chapter 1, and there was evening and there was morning the first day, actually the statement could be there was sunset and there was sunrise the first day. There was twilight and there was dawn the first day. Mornings are wonderful. Perhaps you're acquainted with the poem by Vassar Miller entitled Morning Person. Now, if you listen carefully, you'll note that she depicts God as liking mornings and in some ways hinting that God does God's best work in the morning. Listen to it and enjoy it on screen as I attempt to read it. God, best at making in the morning, tossed stars and planets, singing and dancing, rolled Saturn's rings spinning and humming, twirled the earth so hard it coughed and spat the moon up, brilliant bubble floating around it for good, stretched holy hands till birds in nervous sparks flew forth from them, And beasts, lizards, big and little, apes, 
lions, elephants, dogs and cats cavorting, tumbling over themselves, dizzy with joy, when God made us in the morning too, both man and woman, leaving Adam no time for sleep, so nimbly was Eve bouncing out of his side, till as night came, everything and everybody, growing tired, declined, sat down in one soft, descended hallelujah. Morning has broken. That's what the song says. That's what this poem says. That's what Genesis says. God is always in the business of making mornings. And I think that's a truth that we need to claim this morning. That God is always in the business of making mornings because I sense in our country, in our world, a sort of malaise and a weariness and a sense of despair. And we need to hear the good news that doesn't just start in our New Testaments, but starts with the very opening words of Scripture that in the beginning God created. God is making mornings. And we can, we can be at peace knowing that God is creatively working in our world and God indeed announces morning has broken. The verse 2 of chapter 1 Genesis uses interesting language speaking of God breathing breath across the formless void, across that empty nothingness. And out of the void, out of the soup, he creates order. Isn't that a, a great description of the world we live in today where we feel like everything is soup and everything is messy? To know that God is working in our world, that God is bringing order out of chaos, I think that's a message we need to hear always. Order out of chaos. It's interesting that some astronomers, uh, when they speak of uh, creation, uh, they, they acknowledge that all that is that we call life could not just have randomly happened. That the chances of it randomly happening without some prime mover or some intelligence behind it are so slim the analogy is made by some astronomers that the chances are as slim as a force gale wind blowing through a junkyard and after it passes, it leaves a 747 jet fully self-assembled spontaneously. In the beginning, God, morning has broken. Out of chaos, God brings order. As we all grow very weary of COVID-19 and the restrictions and the fears and the struggles. We need to lay claim to the promise that God is creator and sustainer. That the God who created something out of nothing, that formless void, is the God who is still in charge. And we can trust this God and depend upon this God to provide for us and to protect us. I believe that we also ache to see morning break for our nation with the deep racial divide that we are experiencing, the deep grief we're having over the death of George Floyd and others, and the, the deeply embedded racism that seems to just always be there no matter where we turn. 
and our nation is so divided and, and, and so mistrustful of, of one another to be able to know that God is working and God is speaking and to remember that when God created Adam and Eve, when God created humankind, he created us in his image that every person, no matter race or nationality, every person, no matter background, ethnicity, language, no matter what, every person is filled with God's dignity bearing the image of God. And if you study history, whether it's Nazi Germany or modern-day white supremacy, you quickly see that the very first thing that has to happen before a person can sink into a world of racial hatred is for that person to see the other as less than human. To see the other as less than human is the first step in the kind of hatred that tears at our world. But the good news this morning is that morning has broken. The God who creates made us all and that we are all bearers of his beautiful image. Relationships are at the heart of creation. God is relational. In fact, that's one of the understandings of Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, that God is God's self-relational in Trinitarian fullness, and that God made us for relationships, that life is never full and rich until we live in relationships. And think about the aching that you've had in your own life as you've been absent from loved ones and friends at church. Think about that hurting that happens deep in your soul when you can't be with children or grandchildren or great-grandchildren or special friends or sisters and brothers in the faith. Now, if we hurt that badly, aching for connection in our finite human way, think of the ache in God's heart, longing to be in relationship with us, longing to be connected with us, and, and having us open our hearts to all that God offers in full and abundant relationships. Morning has broken, God says, this world that I have created for you and this relationship that I have made for you. God is always calling us to relationship. And isn't that really what the message of the cross and the resurrection is all about? It's the message that says, though the world became marred, though sin and hatred and death would seek to destroy all that God made, God renewed, God created again in his son, Jesus Christ. The Easter message, the resurrection message is that morning has broken, that it doesn't have to be night in our souls anymore. Isn't that what happened to you when you first gave your life to Jesus Christ? Or if you haven't yet done that, isn't that the longing in your heart? That morning would break in your life? That the darkness and the emptiness, the void would be replaced with God's life and a relationship with his son? 
You know, in Ephesians 4, 24, the Apostle Paul said that we are constantly having our minds renewed as we are being remade in the image of God in Christ Jesus. God is always making a new morning. Every time you forgive someone who's hurt you, a, a new morning is being created. Every time you choose to love instead of hate, every time you decide to serve rather than be served, a new morning is created. God is in the business of creating mornings. And this morning, I invite you to look at that empty void in your life, that chaos that's there, and invite Jesus Christ, God's Son, to come into your life and bring morning. Morning has broken, like the first morning. What a glorious message. Let's pray. Creator God, sustainer and redeemer, hear our prayer as we open our hearts to the new work that you want to do in us and through us. Through Jesus Christ, amen. Thanks for being a part of worship this morning. It's been a joy for me to share God's word and for us to be together virtually. This is the first Sunday of the month, and that's Benevolence Offering Sunday at First Baptist Church. And we want you to share in the benevolence needs in our community, either online giving or through U.S. mail. We invite you to participate. And as always, thank you for being a part of our regular ongoing ministries through our budget and through your faithful tithes and offerings, making possible uh, the extension of kingdom work as we move forward week by week. We're thankful for all that you're doing as you patiently wait. Uh, you will know from previous mailings that we are in phase two of our reopening plan. That means that we are continuing online worship through the month of June. As soon as possible, we will be moving toward phase three, a limited experience of in-person worship here in the sanctuary. So you'll be watching for information, but know that even now, we have teams that are being put in place the work is already beginning uh, to make preparation to be ready uh, for that just as soon as possible. Thank you for your patience. This morning as I close, I, I want to share with you the ancient benediction from the book of Numbers, the sixth chapter. Uh, I have sensed as I have interacted with you through the days and weeks uh, that, that it's a tough slog. We are all tired and we are all needing the refreshing of the Holy Spirit. And it's my prayer that this ancient, always up-to-date, precious benediction will be a blessing to you and to your home today. Would you pray with me, and would you receive this good word of blessing from our Creator God? The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make His face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.